Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast, it's the 23rd of April. Yeah, and yeah, it's not really, oh wait, no, it's National Authors Day, or is it, I think it's national, might be international, doesn't matter, it's an author's day, and I'm an author, because I write articles and books. In fact, I wrote one pretty recently. We need to get onto the news because there's actually quite a bit of news today. Audi's already taking reservations for the e-tron SUV, which is actually quite interesting. Because I kind of don't get it when people, you know, when they're already taking reservations for a car they've seen, you know, sight unseen. But I guess that's your 1,000 true followers. Honda preparing to bring back the Passport? Uh, I don't think they need to. I mean, they have the pilot, so what would be the, what? What's the need? 2017 Goodwood Festival of Speed to honor 70th anniversary of Ferrari. Interestingly, Britain's electric car grid unprepared for increasing EV sales. That's another interesting topic. Wow, is this just going to be me saying interesting for like 30 minutes? Hopefully not. Audi Q4 RS coming in 2019 with at least 400 horsepower. Q4 is the, is the Q4 out? I guess it is out. BMW M held internal talks about a hybrid supercar, which is another kind of interesting thing because they already have you know, their sports car, the BMW i8. Oh, wait, no, that's electric, not a hybrid. Uh, it's... I kind of wonder what BMW would be like making a supercar. I mean, I'll be honest with you guys, the original M1, I personally regard that as a sports car. And I know a few people think it's a supercar, but, I mean, these days, that's really about sports car fast. I mean, that's probably no faster than a Cayman is. And I mean, not like a Cayman 4S or anything, just a base Cayman. And I kind of feel the same way about the Viper these days. It's about C6 base Corvette fast. But anyway, because if they're going to make a supercar, it's going to have to be Aventador, Gen 5 Viper, you know, kind of fast. And outside of their, you know, sports events and stuff, which have the power, I'm not sure. I'm not totally sure BMW knows how to make a proper supercar. I mean, they, they make the ultimate driving machine. Ish. Uh, we'll see if it actually happens. 2018 Corvette ZRO runs with ad hoc exhaust because it was as loud as a jet, and I kid you not. If you've seen all those spy shots and stuff of the new Corvette with the weird exhaust, yeah, it was over it was over 100 decibels at the track, which is about as loud as a jet flying 9,000 feet overhead. So that's why they had to do it. And keep in mind, that's 9,000 feet. So the Corvette is as fast as a jet flying, not near the atmosphere. Well, maybe, but. That also makes me wonder how fast a jet is, you know, not 9,000 feet in the air. 2018 Mercedes-Benz S-Class facelift takes on 27th model in visual battle. And I've looked at both of them, and I have to say the interior of the previous car, you know, pre-facelift, looks better. I think the front of the pre-facelift looks better because it doesn't look it doesn't look like a giant C-Class. And I think the taillights are a bit more creative. So basically, I like the previous one better than the new one. Also, the new post facelift steering wheel. It's a bit sportier and in an S-Class I'd rather have the pre-facelift steering wheel because it's not as sporty but it's a bit more luxurious, it's a bit more calming. So yeah and I'll put a link to all of this on my blog. Let's go to City Go to be Brand's first EV. I mean don't they have like a Polo EV? Or not Polo, I mean an up EV. Wouldn't that be kind of late to give the City Go an EV now if they, you know, if the up has an electric version already. Apple's autonomous prototype outed as as a Lexus RX with a rear seat steering wheel. So if you've ever wanted to put the term to the test backseat driver's seat, if you could actually do it, just
just ring Apple up, have them give you a Lexus RX, and see if you can do it. BMW suggests more CS-badged models are coming. That's sweet. North Korea hit by fuel shortage. Gas prices nearly double. And I'd hate to know how expensive they are now, and then to know how expensive they are now that the prices have doubled. Alexa, start my Mercedes. Not that I don't have Mercedes, because I'm just not into Mercs. Amazon and Google Tech comes to Benz. Mercedes Benz. The future is here. Lilium. That's a name. Jet's electric flying car completes first test flights. And it looks like it has two giant moles on its face. Either way, I'm not a fan. Tesla owners file a lawsuit over Autopilot 2.0. Says it's unreliable and demonstrably dangerous. And that was in air quotations. and slightly mocking tone. I mean, not to say that Autopilot isn't dangerous, I mean, there have been a few, there have been a few, uh, shall we say, well, we'll say, in air quotations, demonstrations on YouTube of how the Autopilot system isn't quite perfect as of yet. Not that I've seen any modern videos, just a few older ones. Cheaper base Honda Civic Type R may arrive in 2018, and frankly, I just want to see what that car is like to drive. VW hit with $2.8 billion criminal penalty over Dieselgate, finally. Fiat's Italian dealers protest after getting after getting some 6,000 new cars they didn't order. Bit of a shame, but I'd get the Tipo. That's, oh, I love Fiat's new Tipo and or the Dodge Neon in Mexico. In fact, I wish we could get it. I'd love to drive that. New Mercedes G-Class will share only one exterior part from current model, and I wouldn't be surprised if that's the roof or maybe the rear window. Or maybe the badge on the front and the back. Lincoln co-targeting San Francisco and Berlin for international launch. New mirror in air quotations once again. Edition of the Fiat 500 priced from 12,515 pounds in the UK, or essentially that's like 17k for a special edition Fiat 500. Genesis says designs of its models won't mimic each other. Basically, all cars will have their own unique styling in the Genesis brand, and that's good. I just hope that they're good original designs, not just original designs. New Volkswagen Polo GTI to get old GTI engine or old Golf GTI engine. Hmm. Pretty interesting. BBR's Mazda MX-5 is a 245 horsepower breathing roadster. I thought they were going to say fire breathing, but I guess it just breathes because it's not a supercar. So, China's Trump Chi expected to change name before US launch. Oh dear. I think I know why. If any of you have got it, yeah, uh, keep silently laughing to yourselves. To yourselves. Updated Mazda 2 adds two new models and starts from 12,695 pounds in the UK, where essentially you can have a car that costs about the same as that Fiat 500 Special Edition, but you'll probably be getting more car because it's probably going to be a, in air quotations, five-door rather than a two-door. Use by Euro Borgward BX5 SUV near HQ in Stuttgart. And I'll, once again, link it. Man, I got a lot of things to link. Honda plotting new EV for China. Could launch next year. Citroen revives Type H van for its 70th anniversary with help from Lee Coke Sportif, whatever that means. Hyundai launches California's Ionic Unlimited Plus subscription program. Porsche GT boss says he doesn't care about Nürburgring lap times. And I'll give you the short of it, basically he says, because to make a car fast on Nürburgring you have to make it basically intolerable on the street. Intolerable. Or is it intolerable? Intolerable on the street. And the other short of it is, James May has been saying that for years. So uh, Porsche GT boss, if you're listening, you're not the first person to say that. James may beat you to it. You're just now realizing that. Though, to be fair, they do have the GT2 RS, and they're probably going to try and break a record with that, so. Volkswagen's new electric vehicles do be priced similarly to conventional cars. If conventional cars, they mean $30,000 Chrysler 300s, then yes, similarly priced to that. Porsche could extend EV range beyond Mission E. 
I'd like to see that. Possible German worker strike threatens Tesla Model 3 launch. Because Tesla has a long traditional history of delaying their launches. Though to be fair, FCA is not doing any better right now, so <laughs> what am I saying? <laughs> Short wheelbase on the pilot to debut in 2018 because why would you want less leg room? Not, not like you care for your children having legs anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I don't really get the point of doing that. Your chance to acquire a near brand new Porsche 911 R is coming up at Villa de Est. Or Villa Est. Yeah, probably some sort of concourse event. McLaren mulling 2 plus 2 GT for the Sports Series or the Ultimate Series. And I honestly think it should be the Sports Series rather than the Ultimate Series. Because if it's an Ultimate Series, the, you know, adding the two extra sea of rowies, or row of seats is kind of going to hinder the performance because weight. But, hey, if they're going to go with that anyway, that's still going to be cool. Updated 2018 Subaru WRX and WRX STI price from $26,995. Which is, what, isn't the Focus RS like 30000 So, but then to be fair, the Focus RS is a lot of car. Not to say the WRX and WRX STI aren't a lot of car, but you have a lot of stiff competition there. Buy a Viper-powered Ram truck and forget all about Ford's Raptor because no one's making a, Vi a, a truck like the old, you know, Lightning pickups or the Ram SRT10 anymore. They're all going off-road. And that's not a bad thing, it's just kind of sad that that's... That's the way that they've moved it. Polaris Slingshot gets special Midnight Cherry variant. Also, another bit is, you know, new, new Raptors have the 3.5 liter turbocharged V6 EcoBoost. Now, and not to say that the engine is bad or anything like that, but it's just not an 8.3 liter V10. <laughs> oh, also, okay, I watched this review and it was the used Maserati Gibble or Ghibli, however you pronounce it, because I don't really care. I just say Gibble. But anyway, it gets massacred during Doug DeMuro's review. And I don't tend to watch his videos a lot because I just wasn't really interested, even the Viper videos, even though I'm a massive Viperholic. Um, but I watched this review, and one thing that stood out to me was the interior. And I was, you know, I was about, to, and he was going on about, oh, hey, the headlight button, blah blah blah, from a Dodge Dart and a Chrysler 200 and 300, blah blah blah. And to be fair, that very same button for the headlight switches, you get the same button in the models already Hunter Porta, and he says, yo, I'm paying this much for a car, I like a special button, and I can see that. But then again, it's a nice button anyway, so, you know, why should I care about it being the same in other cars? A, if it works, then it doesn't matter to me, and if it's a nice button, which I think it is, uh, then I'd want it to be the same, because I like how it feels. But anyway, he brought up the point about, he brought up the point about the gaps in the panels in the interior, and he was saying that the gap between the pillars and the end of the door was ridiculous, that you could stick a toothpaste in it. Some of you who have seen the video will know what I'm talking about. And I was like, oh, okay, that's bad. And that you could also, oh, before I mentioned, you could also see the inside of the door panel, or, yeah, inside of the door panel where the white is. And i just like to point out, you can do the exact same thing in our Volkswagen Take One, and it makes no difference. I mean, you can genuinely see the inside of the door right there on a Take One, so that doesn't really bother me. However, I said, you know what, why don't I go? on why don't i go to like craigslist go find a, a new 300 and i looked and the panel gap between the pillar and the end of the door panel or the inside door trim on on that way way less than on the gibble and and i've ridden in a 300 and as far as i can tell it was exactly the same i don't necessarily remember looking directly there but there you go and you know same goes for the challenger and and that got me thinking after watching that is it and also, I need to stress that this was a 15 model year. Yeah, first model years are never perfect. And this got me thinking that, you know, why, you know, everyone's going around. Or, you know, all the Europeans are going around saying, oh yeah, American car interiors suck and blah, 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 blah. 
And seeing this review made me realize, well, if if they suck, why is the three hundred? Why does seemingly the three hundred have a better interior than the Gibble does? Maybe, I mean, maybe not for leather and stuff, obviously, but still, you know, why? That that panel gap. I mean, normally I don't really care about you know all the plastic here. I care more about the design because again, half half the places the reviewers complain about being cheap, be, you know, cheap plastics and whatever. No one ever touches there anyway. I mean, like, oh, under the dash is all plastic. Who, who touches under the dash of a car unless they're going to open, open the hood? And in which case, why are they going to care about that anyway? All they're trying to do is open the hood. And I get it. You know, in an $8,000 car, you wouldn't expect there to be plastic, you know, plastics there. But, I mean, still, does it honestly matter? And then stuff like on top of the dash. And, again, I get it. You'd want nice interior. But who genuinely is going to touch on top of the dash in daily life? For anything other than maybe to reach for their, reach for their shades. You're not, you're not constantly unless you're really, unless you're really tall and you have to look down to see out of the window. You're not constantly looking there, or unless you're really short and you can't see the top of the dash. In, in which case, you really should get like a booster seat or something. But who's genuinely looking there, you know, daily and thinking, you know, oh man, it's plastic and, and you know, and other demeaning thoughts. No, you know, barely anyone, if no one is. And that, and that's sort of what I don't get half the time. And and so, like I said, it got me thinking. And I was like, you know what? What I'd like to do is go to dealerships and just compare the interior quality of X car versus X car. So let so let's say we take a Gibble versus a 300, or you know a 300 versus an A class, or because I went to the Denver Auto Show and I sat and I sat in a few Jags. And you know what the shocking revelation was? The material that they used to make the steering wheel—it's not quite a plastic. But it's not, it's not suede, it's not velvet, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's, it's just this weird, like, uh, what do they call it when it's metal but not metal? Okay, well, I just looked, and the closest thing that I could sort of find was, ironically, non-metals and alkali metals. Can't really remember what alkali, al alkali metal means, but essentially, what I'm, what I'm getting at is, the material they used to make the rim of the steering wheel, I should point out, it was the same in a Jag. That it was in a mid-range Alfa Romeo Giulia. It was the same in a Durango. It was the same in a Journey. It was it was the same. It was the same in a Mazda. There was no difference between any. The buttons would be different, but I mean the rim of the steering wheel, when it wasn't leather, was exactly the same. I mean, my Thrustmaster Ferrari wheel. The top and the bottom bits are plastic, and those those parts do feel worse than on those cars. But the side bits, where they're grippy stuff, where they're that sort of grippy material that you use for gloves, I don't, I really don't know what the material is, but it's a sort of, you know, grippy material. That felt better, or or it feels better than in any of those cars that I test. The only, or that I, I say test, that I sat in. The only way they could have felt better is if there was Alcantara on the steering wheels, and sadly there was no Viper ACR there. So I, you know, never been able, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to test. Well, I did actually. I say that I did sit. In a Jaguar F-Type SVR, and I, I think that had Alcantara on the steering wheel, which was nice. But anyway, so my point being, a lot of people say, oh, European interiors, they're so much better, blah, blah, blah. But as a steering wheel standpoint, and even some of the gas materials, because I felt it, they were, they were exactly the same. The plastics were... Like, on the Charger Daytona, the plastic there was the same in the Tiguan, and that, that was kind of annoying, but it wasn't... It wasn't much different from the Jag or the Alpha. And again, I sat in that Alpha, and I touched I touched the air vents, because I didn't know how they worked, because I've only seen pictures. 
and the whole thing moves. But I touched it, and it, it, it again, it just felt like plastic. It it felt no different than it would in a journey, in a dart. It it felt exactly like the same kind of plastic. Felt you know all around the mostly around the interior, and again, it felt the same. The only the only car I think that felt really luxurious was the Maserati Quattroporte that I sat in. Red interior, carbon fiber everywhere. It was beautiful. What what am I driving at? Simple. There may come a point on my YouTube channel where you'll see videos about me comparing. You know, I'll do vehicle. It'll be vehicle overview and then you know interior quality assessment because I want to see if there's genuinely a difference between these kinds of cars. And if there isn't, well then there you go. You've just been lied to by well not only fanboys but then by the industry. But yeah, so we'll be see we'll see how that goes. But yeah, as far as I could tell, steering wheel material felt the same here, here, and here, and I didn't. I didn't notice the difference. Jag was the only thing that makes you feel like it's a better interior is because you have the Jag logo on the steering wheel. Take it away, and take it away from Dodge or Mazda or whatever. There is no difference, none, not a single difference. They all the steering wheels all feel the same. So anyway, I'm gonna have to stop here because I've been going off for quite a while. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. I have a special announcement to make. You can now go on Amazon.com, type in the search bar, Cody's Car Conundrum, and now you can find all of my new merch. And you can even buy a t-shirt that says, I listen to Cody's Car Conundrum. Yeah. Telling people that you listen to such an awesome podcaster like me. That's not any kind of self-promotion at all. <laughs> but yes, all you have to do is go to Amazon.com, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then buy the shirts you want. Hello, I am back, and we're starting with the Tesla recall. Tesla has issued a voluntary recall of 52,000 Model S and Model X vehicles due to a potential issue with the parking brake. According to the automaker, a small gear within the electric parking brake may have been manufactured improperly by a third-party supplier. There's a possibility the gear could break, and while it wouldn't disengage the parking brake, it would force it to become stuck in place. The vehicles affected were built between February and October 2016 and represent the majority of the cars which Tesla produced last year. In a statement, the brand said, We do not believe this issue could ever lead to a safety concern for our customers. We have not seen a single accident or injury relating to it. However, in order to be overly cautious, we are going to proactively replace these parts to ensure that no issues arise. Government authorities have seized Jane... GM's plant in Venezuela. 2018 Genesis G80 Sport price from $55,250, which is kind of a lot, but then it kind of isn't. And what I mean is kind of a lot, I mean, you could probably get, I mean, you could get an SRT charger for that much. Or a used SS, Chevrolet SS, I mean. Um, however, now for me, Julia is going to be, isn't that like 70000 So maybe no, that is pretty good value. Souped up Hyundai Santa Fe drivers, or sorry, drives across Antarctica. Shocking Formula 4 crash cost 17-year-old racer his legs. However, they did start. I don't think I don't think it was a GoFundMe, but it, it, it was the sort. It was the same sort of lines of you know. It was sorry. It was along the lines of you know fund this so we can you know help with the medical bills and stuff. And they raised what like five hundred thousand dollars now. I'm telling you, they raised a lot of money, more than the money's been raised for the Take Back the Ring GoFundMe. Because plugging. <laughs> but yeah, they raised a lot of money for that. Infinity says Radical Q60 Project Black S should make production. I'd like to see that. New began RS to have over 300 horsepower and sensual design. Whatever that means. Production spec Jaguar I pays to debut in Frankfurt. High Santa Fe gains Endurance Edition in UK and starts from £38,995. 
for basically almost 50000 for a Santa Fe. I'm not paying that much for a Santa Fe. Spiker says most customers opting for manual transmissions, interestingly enough. Jaguar starts producing new four-cylinder engines in the UK. Self-driving cars learning a thing or two from GTA 5, of all games. New McLaren 570S Spider lowering its roof this year. I'm actually really rather curious to see how that'll look with the roof chopped off. MG says E-Motion Concept, which actually looks really good, will reach production in 2020. And I really hope so, and I really hope it looks exactly as it looks right now, because that is a brilliant-looking coupe. Toyota shows hydrogen-powered semi ahead of Tesla's electric truck. Now, if we could actually have hydrogen-powered trucks, then we'd be all set. But we don't. So... Cry. Cry, cry, cry. No, <laughs> Dodge boss, Tim Kanunskis, I think I said that wrong. Tim says the new Challenger SRT Demon will cost less than 100000 And I swear if it, if it costs 80000 I am going to clap from here to the moon. Because that, I mean, seriously, that's like twenty grand more than a 707 horsepower Challenger anyway. I honestly didn't think it'd be roughly only $20,000 worth of upgrades that they'd be able to justify eighty k. I honestly thought it'd be like 140000 but nope. They're really hitting it hard. VW offers new 2015 TDI diesel models with up to 8,500 discount and 0% finance. You just gotta go search in your car and make sure there still isn't a cheat device. But yeah, that's a good offer to me. 2018 Jeep Wrangler caught hiding a power retractable roof? That would actually be really interesting, but I'm not sure they'll be able to get away with that. Volvo apparently let the beans out of the can that 20 series models are on the way. Again, whatever that means. Maserati delivers 100... 100,000 vehicle at the Shanghai show. The Fate of the Furious scored the highest opening weekend of any movie ever. Because of course it has, it's Fast and Furious. Everyone's waiting just to see the next explosion and the next guns and the next, oh yeah, Dom mumbling something about family again. New Volkswagen Fideon, terrible name, that plugs into Shanghai. Porsche brings five new models to Shanghai, including China only, long wheelbase Porsche Panamera exclusive. Number one, Huracan, Palpamante, and Ventador S mark their Asian debuts in Shanghai because all of this is about Shanghai. Jeep Yuntu, apparently it's Yuntu, not Yunto, is China's Wagoneer of sorts, and it, it doesn't look that bad. It's just questionable, and not badly questionable, just questionable. Pininfarina and HG and HKG stepping up with two hybrid SUV concepts in Shanghai, and I'm telling you their design. Their, their design language is just as good as Volvo's. So beautiful. Production ready Lincoln Co. 01 SUV will hit the streets this fall. 2017 Subaru Impreza recalled for, pro for possible engine stalling. Mercedes-Benz Concept A sedan stretches its legs on film. Oh yeah, there's a new A-Class sedan concept that's out. It's a concept, so you probably can't buy it. In fact, you can't buy it. But yeah, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to show, it's to give you an idea of design for things to come. Apparently, yeah. Rolls-Royce descends upon Shanghai with a bespoken fashionable lineup, including a, what I believe is a Rolls-Royce Wraith with diamonds as part of the two-tone paint job. Because why not? When gold isn't expensive enough, go diamonds. Doesn't matter, just just do it. Anyway, Subaru has informed the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, of a new safety campaign conducted on 2017 well, certain 2017 Impreza vehicles. Built from October 18th, 2016 to March 17th, 2017, and from September 23rd, 2016 to March 21st, 2017, these cars could suffer from engine stalling due to winter fuels that may vaporize prematurely in the fuel line. When North American winter fuel, which will vaporize at a lower temperature, is used, the fuel may begin to vaporize in the fuel line under high 
ambient temperature, low speed, or stopped driving conditions. The NHTSA notes in, in its description of the defect, Subaru is aware of one incident related to this condition, which led to the recall and will inform owners of the 33,131 examples in the United States and 4,216 units in Canada, advising them to schedule an appointment with an authorized dealer. Technicians will reprogram the engine control unit to turn the radiator coolant fan on at a lower temperature at no cost. A notification schedule has not been provided yet, but concerned owners can contact Subaru at 1-800-782-2738. Once again, that's 1-800-782-2738 or the NHTSA Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's 1-888-327-4236. 4236 for any questions they may have on the subject. Toyota adds bi-tone addition to Urus hatch and touring range, which we, which the Urus is basically the Toyota IM. Hennessy to lift Dodge Challenger Demon beyond 1500 horsepower if they can get the parts and get an owner who will actually give them a Demon in the first place because we all know how much of a crook Hennessy is. Volvo confirms first all-electric car to be produced in China. New Baozhong 310 wagon joins GM's Chinese family. Kia Pegas, I guess. Compact sedan and K2 Cross are tailored for Chinese customers. Smart 44 Cross Town Edition bows in Shanghai with special look. Kinda looks sort of generic to me. SMR brings us brings a taste of Britain to Shanghai with special edition Vantage. CRV unveiled at Shanghai as as Honda's latest hybrid. Acura stretches the TLX with long wheelbase prototype for China. Also, the TLX has been let's just say the design has been facelifted, and it's not too bad. Not a fan of all of it, but it's not too bad. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. Are you uninsured or underinsured? Can't afford the high premiums of health insurance? Would you like to save money on your out-of-pocket cost for dental and medical bills? If you answered yes to any of these questions, request more information at http colon slash slash ownyourhealthcare.com slash alternative dash healthcare dash solutions or call Dr. Taffy at 303-576-0670. Our plans are available in 42 states. Hello there, I am back once again, Chevy FNRX. That's weird. Finds its, finds its own new roads. Yeah, I don't like what you've done there. Terrible pun. To Shanghai. I'm not a big fan of the way it looks. I mean, it's different, and the front I like, but the rest of it, hmm. Hyundai previews overhaul design for new iX35. Not not to sound European, but how do Americans say Hyundai again? Hyundai? Doesn't look like a Hyundai design to me. It just looks eh. Neo debuts ES8 electric SUV for China. MGE Motion offers a tantalizing look at brand's future. Reynolds RS 2027 is a vision for the future F1 car, or sorry, for future F1 cars. Oh, by the way, the BMW M4 CS has 454 horsepower. South Korea sends banned Volkswagen and Audi models back to Germany, and that's an insult if I've ever seen one. Toyota shipping two Mirai FCVs to China for demonstration test. Corvette driver crashes twice in seven minutes, because once again, people can't handle the cars that they buy, which makes me weep. New Opel slash Vauxhall Grandland X unveiled goes on sale next year, and the front end actually looks pretty good. I haven't seen the rest of it, though. Musk says Tesla will offer a compelling way to upgrade from a 60 to a 75. It's gonna have to be very compelling. 
BYD Dynasty electric SUV concept is actually surprisingly good looking. And they're right, it looks really, really good. Maybe just the front end, but man, that, that's one front end. Cherry Tigo Sport Coupe concept steering doubles as a video game controller in autonomous mode. And on one hand, it's not a bad idea, but on the other hand, unless it's not, unless it's not level 10 autonomous, uh, I wouldn't not want to be pay, paying attention to the road. Force India F1 boss Vija Malaya arrested in London, and yes, that was a double neg negative just now. But McLaren to launch 14 new models in the next five years. Yeah, the next five years are going to be awesome. Hmm, even the rear, rear end of the new Grandland X is pretty good looking. Well, well, except for those fake... Exhaust. Why do people? Why do automakers insist on doing fake exhaust? They just look ghastly. If you know, as James May would say. Also, that new BYD thing back the rear end. You know what? That looks pretty good too. Interior is not bad either, but the steering wheel is very Kia. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's a very Kia-like steering wheel. At least the middle section is very Kia-like. That's actually it's a very bland interior, but it's not a bad interior. If that makes any sense, it could be a lot worse. New Buick Velite 5 debuts in China as a rebadged Chevy Volt, and it's literally badge engineering. I mean, the front end's a tad bit different, but not different enough to not call it badge engineering, because it is. New Toyota Fun concept hits at China's Camry, and honestly, it just looks big to me. Not necessarily fun, just big. Oh yeah, by the way, 2019 Chevrolet Corvette ZR1 is testing at the Nürburgring right now, and... Considering that, I want to see what the GT2 RS and the ZR1 can do just for lap times, and then see I want, and then I want to see what the Viper ACR can do. And because I got to be brutally honest here, there there is supposed to be some sort of active arrow for the ZR1, but the splitter and the spoiler on it, I don't think they're really compared to the ACR Extreme splitter and spoiler. I'm not saying they're bad or that they're not functional. They're just not as amazing to me. I mean, geez, the ZR1, it doesn't even have a dual element. Wait, it's just single element. I'm not saying it's a bad single element, it's, it's just only a sing single element wing. 2019 Hyundai Santa Fe signaling major design departure from current model. Toyota CHR limited edition comes in just 100 units for the UK. Gigafactory chemical spill makes Tesla evacuate a small portion of the building and alerts the authorities. Facelift to Skoda Octavia, Scout brings curious design to Shanghai, and I don't know, I kinda understand why not everyone's gonna like it, but... I don't mind it. But to be fair, that could just be because I'm weird. New e-tron sportback concept is like Audi's electric Lamborghini Urus. And they hit it right on the nail with that one. I kind of vaguely like the front end, but the rest of it... Eh, I don't hate it, I just don't like it. Audi SQ8 trademark suggests sporty variant on the way. V6 powered Buick Regal GS leaks in China. Oh yeah, that new Buick Regal? Or is that what they call it here in America? Do they call it the Regal? Either way... That's a really good looking Buick, slash Opal, slash Voxel. 2018 Citroen C5 Aircross officially revealed gets innovative hydraulic suspension. Volkswagen ID Cross concept shows the way for electric crossover. Hyundai says super fast 5G networks for true autonomous driving are at least a decade away. And I kind of get that, but at the same time, technology is changing every day, quite literally. I, I'm not entirely sure it's going to take a decade. Well, no, I say that because there's too much lag these days for... Because, I mean, imagine if it was lag on a motorway, it would just be... I mean, what would the car do? But then again, that's kind of what, what people should be working on, is just trying to make faster internet. For, you know, non... not just civilian purposes. Mercedes-AMG Project 1 sold out in the U.S., even though none of us have seen it. Say so yeah, that drops. Arona Baby SUV teaser on social media. Skoda Vision E Coupe 
crossover concept. This is it, and eh, it's not bad. It could be worse. Family lets 14-year-old son to drive on SUV Florida Florida Highway. He crashes and injures seven. So remember, kids, always play more video games. On one hand, I don't necessarily mind that they let the 14-year-old son drive. Like if it was maybe like just around a driveway or their backyard, you know, if it's a big backyard. But on the other hand, why? Why did they let him drive on the highway? You're, you're the only people at fault for that because you let him drive on the highway. Like, if it's an empty parking lot somewhere that, you know, abandoned empty parking lot, fine. Can't possibly crash into anything other than a light pole. But on a highway with other cars, what I assume to be almost in the middle of the day? Nah. Just now. Tesla Model S75 price drops by $7,500. Ford Mustang Shelby GT350 and GT350R survive through 2018 model year. Genesis working on a luxurious two-door GT, and I can't wait to see it. Lucid admits it needs more money to build all electric air. Because because the car is called the Air, the Lucid Air. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all next week. Thank you all for listening. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye, until next time.